every folk down in Folkville loved Christmas and such, but the frimp who lived just east of Folkville did not love it even a little bit much. The frimp hated Christmas and the whole season of holidays, though nobody knew the reason for his hating ways. It could be his brain was a little too tiny, or the plaque in his arteries may have been too shiny. But most probably the truth was that his disposition was far too whiny. Mr. Snodbottom, let me stop you right there. I think you've taken a little too much inspiration from the source material. Oh, shoot. I was hoping I'd changed enough so you couldn't tell. No, it's pretty obviously the Grinch. I was also inspired by It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> you see, in the third act, the Fremp and Frida D. Folk sing Buffalo Gal, Won't You Come Out Tonight. Well, you should definitely keep that part, but you might want to change almost everything else. Nonsense, Candleboy. The performance at the community center's only three days away. Which reminds me, we need 17 sets for the show, and I was hoping you could lend a hand by designing and then assembling them. Oh, sorry, I can't. Susan's cousin Freddie is coming in on the 415 bus from Downsville. I gotta meet him there. He and a few dozen of Susan's relatives are staying with us for the next week. Oh, no. Whatever will we do? I'm not sure, but you know what they say. The show must go on. Oh, hello there, Kendall. Are you here for your Christmas supply of butter? Yep. You know, the baby loves the one special kind of goat butter you import from Fizzy 111. And I'm the kind of dad who gets his infant the butter they like best. Especially around the holidays. But I've got terrible news, Sugar Lump. Candle says he can't do the sets for the big show at the community center. Oh, that's too bad, dear. I wish I could help, but, you know, I'm spread too thin myself this week. I've got the toy drive for the orphanage, the church rummage sale, the boys' club banquet, the Girl Scout Christmas jamboree, and then there's the pancake breakfast, the ladies' luncheon league lunch, the benefit dinner to fight seasonal affective disorder, and a birthday party for an acquaintance. If all these engagements weren't to the glory of the newborn king, I might bow out. But since they're celebrating our savior in the manger, I'll pray for the strength to carry on. I'll pray for you as well, dear, and for the Lord to send us a set designer. Well, what about Charles the Contractor? I'm afraid he's booked solid. Something about a commode convention in Gasville. I'm sure the Lord will provide. After all, it is Christmas. Well, that's true. Well, thanks for the butter, guys. The baby's going to love it. May you all eat it in good health. And we will see you at the big show on Christmas night. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. Susan's relatives are all getting tickets in their stockings, but don't tell them if you see them. Well, of course not. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. See you later, boy. I wish I could stick around longer, Daffodil, but I've got to meet the Pancake Breakfast Committee at the Rye in the Sky Diner. We've got to vote on which syrups to use, and the group is bitterly divided. Don't worry about me, dear. Enrique and Kim Lee will be here for the big five o'clock butter rush, allowing me to get home to Funky and Opie. Good. I don't want them looking for their presents again. I found Funky jimming open a locked closet with a toothpick. Thank heaven her gifts weren't inside, only poisonous chemicals. But it was a close one. Anyway, I better get going, dear. Dear, before you rush off, tell me what you think of this line. 
The folk are trimming their trees, he snarled with a frown. It's the 24th, it's nearly Christmas in town. Then he mumbled with his frimp fingers snapping, I must be able to stop this folk holiday from happening. Oh, I love it, especially the mentions of Christmas. Now I'm off to the diner. Oh, and remember what I always say, dear. Tell them I said Merry Christmas. Anyone you happen to see, wish them all Happy Holidays and tell them it was for me. Tell them I said Merry Christmas, everyone you happen to meet. Wish them merriment always, and if they don't hear it, just repeat. Oh, ho, the merry goes all over Bushletown. Spread cheer all over the place, there's plenty to go around. Tell them I said Merry Christmas, all the folks far near. Oh, you know Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Where is this guy? Oh, sir, you're going to have to move your vehicle. I will. I'm just waiting for my wife's cousin, Freddie. He was supposed to be here 20 minutes ago. Oh, my God. Who is banging on my car? Oh, cousin Kendall, it's you. Would you stop doing that? Oh, why? Don't you buy American? <laughs> this ain't one of them Canadian-made SUVs that exploded on Dateline, is it? No. Well, why didn't you say so? I thought your bus got in 20 minutes ago. Well, it did, but I had to drop a poop poop, and that didn't take long. But then I was just on my phone. Uh, you know how it is. Yeah, well, I- I'm sure Susan will be happy to see you. Oh, yep. Uh, now, Aunt Jenny ain't coming, is she? She's already there. She's set up in the guest room across the hall from you. Oh, no, no, no. You gotta move her. Uh, See, she don't like me ever since I uh, set her recliner on fire in 2019. (laughs) By accident, of course. Well, Christmas is a time when families work out their differences. Oh, but not me and Aunt Jenny. Uh, She also thinks I stole her parakeet. Why would she think that? I I did steal it, but only on account of I was hooked on cough syrup pretty bad at the time. I basically had no control over my own actions. And the damn thing died when I tried to mail it anyhow. I sold it on eBay, see? And it's not like it's my fault that eBay allows that kind of thing. Uh, So how's your baby? Uh, the baby's been kind of sick lately, so you probably want to stay away from it. Far, far away. Oh, say no more. Uh, to be honest, that soft skin on baby's face is always gives me the creeps anyhow. Uh, hey, you mind if I sync my phone to your uh, sound system here? Uh... Oh, there we go. Uh, now this is a Christmas song that the actual baby Jesus would get a big kick out of. <laughs> Wait till you hear this. Let's go over your party's order of events. You paid for the platinum level package, which is what we here at Cliff and Kendall's Playhouse always recommend. No, I, I hope my mother-in-law loves it. She's always complained about her birthday parties in the past. Says we screw the mule on it every year. 
Well, not this year. <laughs> we don't guarantee a good time in any kind of legally binding kind of way, but I personally really believe she's going to love it. Now listen to this. Guests arrive at 6 o'clock for cocktail hour. Remember, you have to bring your own ice. And at 7, dinner will be served, buffet style, right after the pizza guy gets here. Then gifts, cake, and a personalized concert, wherein I'll mention the birthday girl's name at least three times. What's her name again? Laverne Van Snippling. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Johnny wants a pair of skates. Laverne Van Snippling wants a sled. Yeah, I can work with that. All right. You also get free access to my mini Madonna museum during cocktail hour. But if any of my priceless cassette singles are damaged, party's over immediately. I don't know if my mother-in-law likes Madonna, but she did see that baseball movie she was in. My mother-in-law doesn't miss a thing Tom Hanks does, even those god-awful Da Vinci Code movies. If she doesn't like Madonna, she'll want to keep that to herself. Or that's another thing that could end the party immediately. Uh, It's all under Clause M in the contract you signed. Don't worry. And just so you know, I like Madonna, especially that one song she has about virginity. Well, it looks like everything is in order here, except you haven't chosen the frosting for the birthday cake. Do you want pink or white? Um, um, uh, well, um, I better think on that one a while. Can I get back to you? I guess, yeah. Just call or come by before tomorrow. I'll be here until 10 tonight. The employees of the Erotic Bakery booked us for their Christmas party. I'll do that. Thank you. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. No, 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 excuse me. And happy holidays Uh, to you as well. Oh, what a polite gentleman. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, you're not here for the Erotic Bakery's Christmas party, are you? It doesn't start for another two hours. Oh, no. I'm here collecting donations for the church rummage sale. Kendall said there were some things you boys were donating. Oh, well, you can have my last and just like that style and that's no joke t-shirt. It's an extra small, so it probably won't sell in this town anyway. Oh, thank you. That's kind of generous. Kendall said there were several things he'd put aside. Oh, it must be this box here marked Christmas. All that's in here are some ladies' sweaters, a handbag, and some toys that are really babyish, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, this looks like junk to donate. I hope the needy enjoy it. <laughs> I'm sure they will. You know, it does feel good to help others at Christmas. That's called the joy of giving. I love giving. I love to give. To all my family and friends Cause when you give (laughs) You know the fun never ends I give so much (laughs) That I am so proud of me So much generosity I'm basically the giving tree Not that I brag about it, but I'm basically the giving tree. They'd sing, and they'd sing, and they'd sing, 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 sing. And the more the frimp considered these Christmas singing folk, the more the frimp thought, I must stop this, and that's no joke. All right, Mr. Snodbottom, I guess these revisions work. But if you're going to rip off Dr. Seuss line by line, why not just read the actual freaking Grinch book? 
I think the children would enjoy something original. Kids don't know from original. All their entertainment is based on old recycled crap. You think that movie, Nomeo and Juliet, was original? Nah. It was a rehash of some old play. I forget the name of it. Oh, thank you, Felix. I'm glad you like the script so much. I admit I'm pleased with myself as a writer. You ever written anything before? Oh, a few love sonnets to my wife, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn, and some time ago I wrote a treatment for a motion picture about a man who falls in love with a woman on a U-boat. <laughs> I sent it to Frank Capra, but he declined to make it. I believe his schedule was simply too busy at the time. Yeah, same thing happened to me when I wrote a treatment for Tarantino. Although I think he stole my idea. I said, how about a sequel to Kill Bill? Then lo and behold, what comes to theaters only a few months later? Kill Bill Volume 2. Only I said to call it Kill Me Bill One More Time. Colon, the second chapter. I guess that's Hollywood for you. Anyway, I've got an appointment for a scrotum massage. Lock up the theater here when you leave. Of course, Felix. You can count on me. Mr. Snodbottom, Mr. Snodbottom, there you are. I need your help. I misplaced a box. It had all my Christmas presents for Susan and the baby in it. Have you seen it? Oh, sorry, Kendra Boy. No boxes here. Damn it! Oh, oh, wait. There is a box. Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn put it in our car. Inside were a length of copper wiring and a sack of dried beans. Butter beans, I believe. Were those the gifts for your wife and child? Uh, n- no. Oh, Candle Boy, since you're here... I- I've really got to get going. Susan's cousin Freddie is waiting for me in the car, and I just have this feeling he's adjusting the direction of my vents or fiddling with my radio station presets. I understand completely, boy, but just read this line for me. I need to hear it out loud. Uh, okay. I know exactly what to do, the frimp said with a hoot. Then he quickly fabricated a Santa Claus suit. And he laughed to himself in a way quite ridiculous. With this fantastic suit, I'll look just like St. Nicholas. A reindeer is what I now must possess, but the frimp saw no reindeer at his address. I'll simply make one. It'll be easy, he said. Then he picked up the cat and sat on his bed. He tied on some horns, saying, That wasn't so tough. The cat looked like a reindeer if you squinted enough. Wonderful, boy. (laughs) And it will sound even better with a seasoned actor doing the lines. Sure, sure. I gotta go. You know, Christmas is a busy time. Christmas time is busy, especially in the city. So many things to do each day. It puts me in a tizzy. Coupons in the mail So many things for sale Shoppers with their shopping bags Spending money by the bail Errands to be run I have a dentist appointment at one And so many meals to eat That I will weigh a ton 
Christmas time is busy It almost makes you dizzy And if you're in the wind too long Your hair will get real frizzy Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, I was afraid you'd forgotten the church rummage sale. Oh, Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams, I could never forget it. <laughs> I just now left the fellowship hall where I dropped off half a dozen boxes of donations. Reverend Martinez is already pricing the items. He predicted they'd be sold as quick as a flash. Well, that is quick. I suppose only time will tell. I myself was just at the home of a friend who's rather wealthy, I must say, and in my honor, she's donating a baby grand piano. <laughs> she said to me, Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams, I am only donating this for you. No one else could convince me to part with one of my three favorite pianos. <laughs> you can't imagine how flattered I was. No, I can indeed. Though Christmas isn't about flattery or being braggadocious. More about the baby Jesus being born in a manger. I couldn't agree more. Speaking of the manger, didn't your daughter try out for the part of Mary in the children's nativity play and fail? Oh, yes, but it was due to her superior singing voice. She was given the role of an angel. <laughs> the angel has three more songs than Mary. Not that we're counting. <laughs> I'm sure little Punky sings beautifully. It's not Punky, it's Funky. Funky Potter Butter Butter Turn Snodbottom. What a mellifluous moniker. Funky is short for Cliffonkendall. Oh, simply charming. Uh, now I must be going. I'm chairing the Girl Scout Jamboree and I'm late for a cookie tasting. Oh, but dear, I'm afraid there's something wrong with your hat. <gasps> My hat? My winter cranberry hat? I believe one of the cranberries has fallen off. Oh, no. And they're so hard to replace. Now I must be on my way. Goodbye. Oh, toodaloo. Oh, that woman, she'll have it spread all over town about my hat missing a cranberry before I can even look up the number for the hat repairman. Oh, why on the day... This is Potter Butter Butter Churn. Are you grumbling to yourself? Oh, yes, and I should know better. It's just that Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams needles me so, and I think she's just jealous if you want to know the truth. I'm sure, I'm sure, but you gotta stop. I will. I'll look on the sunny side, as the song says. <laughs> no, no, you gotta stop the donation. I need one of the boxes I gave you back. Oh, I'm afraid Reverend Martinez is already pricing the items in question. <gasps> Christmas is ruined. Why? Why did I give you those DVDs? Just because I had newer, upgraded versions on Blu-ray. Oh, the DVDs. I have those here in my purse. The Reverend said so few people have DVD players these days, he didn't want to waste his space on them. Well, you tell him that DVDs will come back. They're going to come back in a big way in a few years, and we'll see who's laughing then. Yes, dear, I'm sure. Here they are. Oh, thank God. I can't believe I almost gave you my extra copy of Miss Congeniality 2 and these other classics. I really do need multiples. What if one gets scratched or Kendall gets fingerprints on it or something? Oh, I understand. Well, I'm glad you understand. Could you drive me back to the store? 
At your store, right across the street? Yeah, I ran all the way over here. Okay, just mind the doilies on the dashboard. Where's my beautiful cousin Susan? Cousin Freddy, I told you five minutes ago that Susan and the rest of the family went Christmas shopping at the outlet mall in Smackover. You chose not to go with them. Oh, that's right. Uh, then I made as well relax. Oh. Uh, Freddy, would you mind taking your feet off that 8 by 10 of the baby? We just had it framed. Oh, no. See, I got this foot condition. It's got to do with the circulatory system of the foot. Did you know your feet have their own dang circulatory system there? Well, at least let me move the picture. Oh, sorry about that. But you got me thinking. I was up there looking through Aunt Jenny's luggage. You what? Relax. She ain't got nothing I haven't seen before, lingerie-wise. But in her photo album, she don't have one photo of yours truly. And I don't think I see a present from her to me under the tree. You did kill her bird and burn her furniture. No, see, the the bird's death is on Hunter Biden. See, it died in the mail. Post office, deep state, Hunter Biden. Don't make me spell it out for you. Oh, God, just watch TV. Look, It's a Wonderful Life is on. I have to go out. Somehow I misplaced all the gifts I had for Susan and the baby. I've got to go shopping. Well, then I'll come with you. Don't you want to watch the movie? It's Christmas, relax your foot and take it easy? Oh, no, for two reasons. Numero uno, George Bailey didn't pay taxes on all that money that the townsfolk gave him. That much is clear. And number two, that one guy's always saying, hee-haw this and hee-haw that. Hee-haw is the sound a donkey makes. Donkeys, Democrats, deep state. Are you starting to see the connection? Please stay home. That's not what a good cousin in law would do. I'm with you, bud. First, we need to go to Victoria's Secret. They're running a sale on lace thongs, and I know Susan would look mighty fine in one of them. Oh, sweet Jesus. Suppress your boner, bud. We got shopping to do. Want me to kiss her, huh? Oh, you just wasted on the wrong people. Then... Down the chimney with a vertical limp Tumbled the mean one we know as the frimp He came out of the fireplace and looked around And then the frimp started stealing without making a sound So many gifts the frimp stuffed in his sack Including clothing mother folk had bought off the rack Excuse me, sir, are you okay? I heard you speaking, but your words don't make that much sense. Oh, I'm quite all right. Thank you kindly. I'm co-owner of Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Butter Churn of Pottery and Butter just down the way. I'm taking the night air as I go over this original script I've written for the Community Center's Big Holiday Show. Oh, well, in that case, never mind. Oh, sir, since you're here, would you read the next line out loud? It's very helpful for a playwright. Um, okay. Then he loaded and crammed all he could lift until the frimp had absconded with every last gift. Ping-pong paddles and ponchos 
teddy bears, balls, Milton Bradley board games, and a thing that made bird calls. And he stuffed it all in his frimpy sack, and then he simply took it all with him when he jumped up the chimply. I'd say it's okay, except you misspelled chimney right there. You wrote chimply. <laughs> Thank you, Bowie. That's artistic license. Not everyone understands. Uh, okay. Good night. Hello? I- I've made up my mind. Oh, Ray. <laughs> it's you. I was just about to leave. I'm going with... Hey, look, DVDs. Miss Congeniality 2. Big Top Pee-Wee. A very Brady sequel. These are some of my favorite movies. They are? Oh, the lights went out. There are noises coming from the stockroom. Ray, take my hand and follow me into the mop closet. We can hide in there. It used to be the broom closet, but we have this one friend with frequent bowel attacks, so we had to buy more mops. I hope we're safe in here. I hope my Madonna collectibles are safe out there. And my Jake Gyllenhaal Prince of Persia figurines. They aren't making any more of those. Cliff, I think there's something you ought to know. Hold on. There's a mop handle pressing into my groin. No, that ain't a mop handle. It's a love handle. Well, not a love handle. It's a a love muzzle. More specifically, my my love muzzle. (gasps) Ray, what about your wife? It's, It's a green card marriage. We only got hitched so she wouldn't be sent back to England. She hates tea and double-decker buses. Then you mean... It's a sham marriage. Then we're free to nasty up this mop closet. It's sexy Christmas time for adults. Very segment. Everyone. It's sexy Christmas time for adults. Very segment. Everyone. I hope you can fit down my chimney. That's a big package. You're just the gift that keeps coming, aren't you? Oh my. Is that mistletoe? The gifts aren't here in the stockroom. What the hell's in this box marked Chakra Worry Stones? What do you think? Chakra worry stone. Holy, I guess some people will buy anything. Freddie, I better take a look out on the sales floor. There's a minuscule chance I left my missing gifts under a table out there. Oh, the lights are off out here, too. Yeah, you blew the electricity when you spilled your Mr. Pib on the circuit breaker. Oh, I guess these things happen. I can't find them even with the flashlight on my brand new iPhone. Kendall... How about you give me one of them chakra rocks back there? I could use a gift for Aunt Jenny. You said she didn't get you anything. I know, and I want to make her feel awful about it. Sure, take one, but it's not that nice. Oh, hey, Cousin Kendall, you hear that noise? Sounds like something banging around in the closet. I'm not going to check it out. This is Busheltown. We have rats the size of bread boxes here. I have no interest in walking in on some kind of rat fuckfest. Not tonight! we still got time to get to the all-night drugstore. Maybe I can get Susan that new perfume Britney Spears released, along with her book, The Smell of the Woman in Me. Hooey, I love to smell Susan heavily spritzed with a dose of Britney Spears scent.
I'm so proud of the turnout tonight to benefit those who suffer with seasonal affective disorder. It affects so many. I myself got very depressed around Lincoln's birthday every year. Anyway, it's my pleasure to present the evening's award for the year's biggest friend to those affected with SAD. The nominees are Laverne Van Snippling, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterturn, Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams, and Harvey S. Smingers. And the winner is, of course, Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. It is my honor to serve and especially to serve those afflicted with this affliction. I feel your pain. It is, as I stated, my honor to serve you. I could give up my time and waste it on things like butter stores and friends with podcasts, but instead I make myself of service to the town of Busheltown. That's what I believe Jesus would do, and I've always tried to be more and more like the Savior each day. The Savior paved the way, and who am I to go another way? The Lord is my shepherd, and it's his birthday two days from now, so I dedicate this award to his memory. Amen. That Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams, she steams my clams. I can't help it. Her etiquette is nowhere near what it should be. Oh, Sugarlump, don't lose your cool. Think of all the times Meryl Streep lost at the Oscars, and she's one of the most dignified women in America. Oh, I know you're right, dear, and I really couldn't care less about losing the award. I've lost awards before, just like Meryl Streep lost for the Deer Hunter. The French Lieutenant's woman, Silkwood, out of Africa, Ironweed, a cry in the dark, Postcards from the Edge, The Bridges of Madison County, One True Thing, Music of the Heart, Adaptation, The Devil Wears Prada, Doubt, Julie and Julia, August, Osage County, Into the Woods, Florence Foster Jenkins, and The Post. But I know Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams' remarks about butter stores and friends with podcasts were directed at me. <laughs> People love your butter, dear. And as for friends with podcasts, well, as Christians, it's up to us not to judge others. Oh, I know you're right. Oh, I'll pray for help with these troubling feelings. Wonderful idea. We've got to pray just to make it today. I said we pray. Oh, yes, we pray. We pray just to make it to Christmas Day. All my life, you know, I've needed help many times. So I talk to the Lord above about my rhythms and rhymes. Working hard, doing the best as a woman every day. And on my knees every night, you know that I pray. Pray. On my knees every night, I'm still gonna pray. I said we pray. pray. Oh, yes, we pray. 
Merry Christmas Eve. I can't believe we've been so busy. At least you could meet us for this Christmas Eve breakfast at the Busheltown Buzzbean. I don't know how long I can stay. Susan thinks I ran out for orange juice. I had to pour six boxes of Minute Maid down the drain last night just to get away. You know all her relatives are there. Oh, I bet that's awful. Uh, most of them are great, although she has this one cousin, Freddie. But enough about them. Where are Mrs. Potter Butter Butter turning Mr. Snodbottom? They had to pick up some bowel medication on the way. Are you sure you can't come over tonight? Susan's made a big tofurkey for me, and she's grilling veal shanks for the baby and her relatives. She's grilling? Outside? Isn't it supposed to be freezing? Uh, no, the weather tonight is mild and in the mid-70s. Tomorrow night is when it's going to drop and there's a danger of a flash freeze, at least according to the cutting-edge weather app on my new phone. Well, whatever the weather, I can't. Cliven Kendall's Playhouse is booked for more parties. This evening there's a birthday party, and at midnight we got the Busheltown Gay Men's Water Sports League. Oh, like water polo? That's what I thought, too, until I checked their website. Which reminds me, where could I buy a big tarp? I'd try at the Home Depot out on Dirt Lane. I hope they aren't super busy since it's Christmas Eve. I doubt they will be. It's not like people are giving their kids nuts and bolts for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, here they are. Merry Christmas Eve, boys. Sorry, we're a moment late. We needed bowel medication, and Mr. Snotbottom insisted we stop at the Home Depot out on Dirt Lane. Oh, yes. I wanted some nuts and bolts to stuff in Opie's stocking. He's shown quite the aptitude for construction recently. Why, he's at home now with the babysitter working on the last of the sets for tomorrow night's big show. The babysitter? You mean... Crockpot? No, I'm afraid Crockpot's at the big commode convention with Charles the Contractor. She's branching out with her pottery to include handmade toilet bowls. We have a new babysitter. His name is Timmy O'Johnson. He's the top student in his home economics class at Busheltown High School and comes highly recommended. Well, we better get to ordering. I'm going to order enough waffles to feed all three wise men. Ooh, I'm starving too. I'm going to look more pregnant than Mary when I leave here. Oh, Bowers, if you don't mind, before we order, I'd like us all to read this little scene here from the play I've written. I dozed off during rehearsal yesterday, and I need to hear it. All right, but we have to move quick. Uh, The frimp moved quickly, but then happened to hear the sound of a folk child smaller than any reindeer. The frimp looked behind him, and what did he see? It was Frida D. Folk, a folk that just turned three. She stared at the frimp and said, Why, why, Mr. Claus? Why are you taking our tree? What is the cause? But the frimp was smart and barely had to try when he looked at the little folk and he started to lie. You see there, my sweet little tot, your Christmas tree is sick with Christmas tree rot. So I'm taking it to a tree doctor in Hackensack. He'll make it well, and then I'll bring it back. His lies completely fooled the little folk girl. She went back to bed, and the frimp fled with a twirl. All he left was the tiniest baloney chunk, and even it was too small for the world's smallest chipmunk. Um, excuse me, you all are going to have to order something or get out. if it isn't Timmy O'Johnson, my star student. Hi, Mr. Garbler. 
What brings you here to the church rummage sale on Christmas Eve? Well, I'm here with the Potter Butter Butter Turn Snodbottom kids. They're over there having some peppermint tea. Their parents are meeting us here soon. I'm here doing some last-minute Christmas shopping myself. And I still need to buy my mother-in-law a birthday gift. Her party's tonight. Well, you know, I got an A on my gift consultant exam in home ec. Tell me about your mother-in-law. Well, she's turning 83. She's always busy in the community doing charity work and stuff like that. She hates all modern music except for the Jonas Brothers. Huh. Well, she's 83, so, you know, I bet she still drives a car with a CD player. You just get her the original Broadway cast recording of Jonas, the Jonas Brothers musical. It's got all their big hits reorchestrated for the Great White Way. Wow, that is a great gift idea. By the way, what were some of the Jonas Brothers' biggest hits? Um, (laughs) I'm not really sure. You know, they were a little before my time. I'm more into Doja Cat and old Robert Goulet concert bootlegs. Now, I better go, Mr. Garbler. I'll see you after Christmas break. Don't forget to read chapters 8 through 12 of your science book. (laughs) You got it. Oh, Opie, don't pour your peppermint tea into that ficus tree. It can't be good for it. Excuse me, sir. Your fly is open. Oh, thanks for the tip, dude. Uh, do you happen to work here? Uh, it's a rummage sale. We're all volunteers. Oh, good then. I need your help, bud. I need to find a few gifts. Let's see a person had a cousin with a real nice shape. Uh, what would you recommend? Um, what about one of those sweaters? See, these are nice. And they even got the tags still on them. Well, thanks for your help, my dude. Oh, you're welcome. Merry Christmas Eve. Oi, Susan's gonna look so fine in these sweaters, and I'll get them both for cheap once I tell that old lady with the cash box I found them on the two-for-a-dollar table. Ka-ching! Merry Christmas, Freddy. Oi, I wonder if they got any panties. Daffodil, I'm so exhausted. After the boys' big breakfast and that large lunch they served at the luncheon, I'm stuffed too. Oh, I wish we could have RSVP'd no to this birthday party tonight. I know you feel differently once we're inside, dear. Your acquaintance, Mrs. Van Snippling, has suffered for so long with a Christmas Eve birthday that I feel we owe it to her. Oh, it is the polite thing to do. Now, before we go inside, check the holly on my hat. If Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams notices a missing berry, she'll alert everyone at the party. All berries present and accounted for, Sugarlump. Okay, let's go inside. Hey, guys, welcome to the birthday party. Oh, hello. <laughs> it's been so long since we've seen you. <laughs> Just kidding. It was only this morning. It's so nice to see you guys. It's been years since I've done any kind of working for money thing on Christmas Eve. It's pretty weird, honestly. But I know I'll relax when I do my concert later. I always feel so at home on the stage. Yes, well, we're looking forward to it, aren't we, dear? <laughs> yes, of course, Bauer. Now, where can we find Mrs. Van Snippling? She's over taking pictures with our life-size hocus-pocus standees. Oh, now don't forget to pick up a cocktail. There's hot buttered Michelob Light and cranberry daiquiris over by the Fritos. We'll see you later. Okay. Cliff, I think this party is fantastic. 
Even my mother-in-law, snooty best friend, is having a good time. Oh, her? The one with the emerald tiara? Yeah, I spoke to her already. She had a bizarre request. It really kind of freaked me out. I also wanted to say I treasured our time in the mop closet the other night. I did too, Ray. I could see stars the whole time. And not just because I knocked the cap off the industrial strength carpet cleaner. How long until dinner is served? Uh, the pizza tracker app says the driver is 18 minutes away. Um, because, um, I think I'm going to need to mop something. Oh. Oh, oh. Oh, really? (laughs) Then I guess we better hurry over to the mop closet. Yeah, I think we better. Yeah, we really should. Right behind you. Damn straight you are. Mrs. Butterbutterbutterton, there you are, fashionably late as always. Well, the invitations had to arrive during cocktail hour, which we did. <laughs> Our etiquette is beyond reproach. Of course it is. I just wish I had the confidence of your husband and yourself to wait so long as to really make a grand entrance. Oh, well, I hardly think we... Oh, oh it doesn't matter. You're looking very nice this evening, Mrs. Parker Pilkington-Williams. Oh, I thank you. That emerald tiara is very festive. Festive or not, it cost $3,000. Not that I care to discuss the vulgar topic of currency. <laughs> Nor I. Oh, Sugarum, perhaps we should find our dinner seating arrangements. Yes, let's find our way. Well, it doesn't look like you brought a gift. And Mrs. Van Snippling has been in your Sunday school class for years. For your information, I did bring a gift. It's a gift card for the Olive Garden, and it's in my purse. Ooh, ooh, I'm sure she loves pasta. She loves their endless salad and breadsticks, if you must know. On the other hand, I only got her a private skiing lesson with the number one ski instructor in Smackover, gold medal Olympian Clement Noel. (laughs) And I don't know her nearly as well as you. We merely go to the same dentist. Well, well, I, I, I hope she enjoys your gift. Come along, Daffodil. Right behind you, my dear. You tell us it's gonna be sunny and bright. Melikalikumaka is away, is away to say happy holidays to you. And this song of mine in three quarter time wishes you and yours the same thing too. And a very happy birthday to Laverne Van Snippling. Oh, happy, happy B-Day, Laverne, and a Merry Christmas Eve to you all. Now, Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams has a very weird thing she'd like to do for you. She has to do it after my concert, which makes it even stranger. But I figured, what the hell. So, without further ado... Here's Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams. What is she going to do? She's shameless. No, no, dear. Oh, thank you, sir. I wanted to address my dear friend turning 83 years young tonight. Mrs. Van Snippling, I already gave you my gift which brought you to tears. Unlike other such gifts as gift certificates to sad little chain restaurants. Anyway, my dear, dear friend, 
I have one more gift for you. I heard from our mutual friend, Sheriff Frogblast, that your favorite song is Ave Maria. Your mother sang it at your wedding, and Luciano Pavarotti sang it at your mother's funeral via satellite. Now I'd like to sing it for you. My niece Sandra will accompany me on the piano. Oh, this should be rich. I bet her singing could wake the dead. Christmas. Okay, now tell Susan and the baby I said Merry Christmas. I will in a minute. They're downstairs. What are you doing? Pooping? I'm I'm in the attic. I'm hiding from the family. Oh, I get it. If I was in a house with 25 family members, I'd be in the attic. That's for damn sure. But enough about that. How were the parties last night? Fine, fine. The second one went on so long I actually passed out in a puddle here at the store. I just woke up. Passed out in a puddle of what? It's not important. But I am going to have to take a couple of our rugs to the open every day, even on Christmas, dry cleaner down the block. I'll drop them off on the way to the firehouse. Firehouse? Yeah, Terry the Temp's temping his fire chief this week. She's having a big holiday chili lunch cook-off. Okay. I guess I'll see you tonight at the big show. Oh, you will. And, hey, cheer up. I don't think your situation could get any worse than it already is. And I think you should find comfort in that. Okay. Bye. Bye. What's that creaky noise? Ah! Oh, well, 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 look who fell through the ceiling. Uh, were you up on the roof there looking for reindeer prints, Kendall? No, I, I was... <laughs> oh, Kendall, there, there. I've done dumber things than fall through my own ceiling. Once I drove Aunt Jenny's Buick into a pond, and it was on her birthday. You see, a leaf fell, and I thought it was an oncoming vehicle. It's just my baby's first Christmas is ruined. Oh, no way. Because of the ceiling thing here? No, although that doesn't help. And it feels like I have a hundred splinters in my ass. But Susan's gifts were lost, and the baby's gifts, too. I feel like I'm failing as a husband and a father. Well, sure you are. But don't worry. All husbands and fathers fail constantly. Even the best of the bunch. And as for cousin Susan, she's easy to shop for. For instance, I found her a couple sweaters and a purse at the church rummage sale. Sweaters and a purse? No, it couldn't be. What do they look like? Well, one had all these blue stripes, and the other one was covered in daisies. Those are them! You found Susan's sweaters. I'll pay you double what they cost to get them back. Oh, now they were up there in price. They were high-quality items, I could tell. How much? I think I paid per near a hundred bucks. At the rummage sale? 
Well, of course, if you don't want them. I'll take them. I'll take them. No. What about the gifts for the baby? Oh, the baby's not even a year old yet. I'll wrap up some old pieces of Tupperware and say they're toys. He'll never know the difference. It's baby's first Christmas. It's something to see. Mommy and Daddy trimming baby's Christmas tree. You're a bad one, Mr. Frimp. You really are so rude. You're as friendly as a wet rooster. You got a terrible attitude, Mr. Frimp. You're frankly a repulsive and very unlikable dude. <laughs> and also, you're a dirtbag, Mr. Frimp. You've got no likable qualities. You smell horrible, like you've got garlic between your knees, Mr. Frimp. I wouldn't give you change to use the payphone, even if you said please. You're a nasty one, Mr. Frimp. Like a train that won't come unclogged. You're precisely as appealing as a vomiting warthog, Mr. Frimp. Well, given a choice between the two of you, I'd take the vomiting warthog. Oh, yes, dear, for the tenth time, your version of the song is much better than the other one. And it will make for a show-stopping number at the performance tonight. But I really need to concentrate on driving. It's raining so hard and I can barely see to make our way to the community center. I hope the rain doesn't keep people away from the show tonight. Not after I worked so hard at coming up with an all-new Christmas experience for them. Now, Daffodil, you know the only thing we can do about an act of God is to send up a prayer of gratitude. The Lord must have some reason for sending this downpour on his son's birthday. Speaking of gratitude, dear, that's something I'm absolutely filled with. <laughs> I was so moved by that macaroni portrait of you that Opie gave me this morning. Oh, it was beautiful, and so was the candy dish Funky made for me in art class. Not that I need any candy. <laughs> well, perhaps I could stir some of my bowel medication in it then. <laughs> oh, yes, perhaps. North Pole, are you ready? I'm a single bell away. I've just won't wait. I've this party star without you. Ready? Oh, God. Cher's Christmas album is so amazing. There's uh, so a lot of traffic, though, tonight. I think everybody in Busheltown must be going to the show. Wait, what's happening? The rain, it's turning to snow. It's the power of Christmas. It's its the power of Cher. Not tonight on the Kennedy King High. Not tonight on the drop top sleigh. Ride, 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 ride. 
Red, 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 red. Oh, hey, Cousin Kendall, you uh, missed a turn there. No, I didn't. I'm following the GPS. Oh, I made you look, though. <laughs> Freddie, don't distract me. The sudden shift from pouring rain to falling snow is making everybody slow down. Oh, I hope we won't be late for the show. I love how the Rockettes kick up their legs so high. I'm not sure what you're expecting, but the Rockettes aren't going to be there. Oh, what's that noise? Do you got a chip inside you from one of them vaccines? No, it's alert from the Cutting Edge Weather app on my brand new Apple Watch Susan gave me this morning. A flash freeze warning has been issued for our area. Oh, that sounds like deep state propaganda to me. So when's this uh, flash freeze supposed to happen? Five, four, three, two, one. Holy crap, we're frozen to the spot. Oh, this looks like the work of the supervillain Mr. Freeze. Oh, it's as I feared. We've been flash frozen to the road. Oh, whoa. And we're more than a mile away from the community center. Oh, yes, but, well, it appears most everyone in town is experiencing the same thing. Oh, there's nothing but cars, as far as the eye can see. And I don't see any accidents, so we can thank the Lord for that. Oh, amen. And I'm just happy we're unharmed. Yes, and glad that the children stayed home to play video games. This may have been too distressing for them. Oh, what a wonderful mother you are, dear. Always thinking of the children. Oh, oh no. You'll never guess who's walking this way through the snow. Is it Sheriff Frogblast, or Reverend Martinez, or Charles the Contractor's mother, Boogie? Oh, I wish. Hello, Mrs. Butter 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 Chan. You're stuck in the ice, I see. Yes, it would appear we all are. Such a strange weather event. Will I? I. I'd like to apologize. To to what? Well, last night, after the party, I was visited by three golden friends. That's what I call friends whom I've known for over 50 years. Is that so? And, long story short, I bruised my elbow in 1987 and I've been horribly addicted to painkillers ever since. And one side effect is rudeness toward those toward those people you might be extremely jealous of. <gasps> jealous of me? <laughs> Pardon me, ladies. Uh, Mr. Snodbottom, get the paper towels from the glove box. Right away. You were saying you're jealous of me. But whatever for? Well, how about everything? Okay, not everything, but so many things. You have such lovely, devoted children, and my son won't speak to me after I testified against him in court, and I only did it once. And you're so beloved in town, and you look so good in hats with fruit on them. Why, when I wear a fruited hat, I look like Carmen Miranda's dumpy mother. <laughs> now, now, Mrs. Parker Pilkington Williams, I doubt that. And if I am beloved, it's only because I try to help out wherever I can. Not just because it's what I think the Savior would do. It's also what a nice person would do. Oh, Mrs. Butterbutterbutterchurn, can you ever forgive me? I, I just want to be your friend. 
Oh, of course, you can be my friend. Like Jello, there's always room for more friends. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> what a wonderful turn of events. Wow. It's like some kind of wintry land of wonder out here. Just like in Season 2, Episode 6 of And Just Like That, when the snowstorm hit New York City on the same day Charlotte's daughter planned to lose her virginity, and then Miranda and Che Diaz called it quits. And then, whoa, mind blower. To top it all off, Carrie emailed Aiden. Hey, hey Cliff, is, is that you over here talking to yourself? Yeah, I went to the firehouse for a chili cook-off today, and uh, they had these dessert things called bourbon balls, and, well, I think they might have been spiked. But I don't know with what. I, I was talking with my wife, and I saw you, and I had to rush over. Oh. You want to break things off. Even though your marriage is a sham, you still took vows in front of God, or maybe an Elvis impersonator. I understand. Uh, no, that's actually the opposite. She had the idea of inviting you into our relationship. We can be a throuple, like a gender-swapped reboot of Three's Company. Oh, right. <laughs> Uh, Thruppling would mean becoming serious with two more people than I'm interested in at the moment. Ray, I'm only in my early 40s. I've got decades and decades to settle down yet. It's going to be so hard to say goodbye to you. Well, don't say goodbye. Say ciao. You can say ciao if you want, but as long as your marriage is a sham, feel free to drop by and meet me in the mop closet anytime. Really? That would mean a lot. Sure. I have several gifts to return in that area. Will you be around tomorrow? No, I've also decided to scale back and severely limit the number of parties we host at Cliff and Kendall's Playhouse. I've realized over the past few weeks that personally, I need many hours a day to just lie there and blob out. Okay, well, I'll see you soon. Mm, sounds good. Cliff, isn't this crazy? Yes, this snow is wild. And the flash freeze, my Apple Watch predicted it down to the second. Oh. oh look, dear, it's Cliff and Kendall. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Isn't this snow crazy? And you know what? My watch predicted it down to the second. Oh, how interesting, Kendall Bauer. Oh, I hope you're both keeping warm. And Kendall, where are Susan and the baby? They were following me in her car. I guess I should have checked on them, huh? Oh, well, I'll check on them next. Hey, since you all walked over to my car, why don't I hand out your Christmas presents? I'm not sure this is really the time. Oh, sure it is. Okay. Kendall, Mr. Snodbottom, and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. Looks like they're all in the same size box. Oh, it's heavy. They aren't in a box. It's just wrapped in paper. Barbara Streisand's autobiography. Our next book club selection. <laughs> yes. Of course, I already read it, but I can't wait to discuss it. Y'all, she had this vision for Yentl. Well, anyway, anyway, you'll read all about it. Kendall, you'll love the parts where she describes her favorite snacks. And Mr. Snodbottom, you'll love all the details of her friendship with Bill Clinton. And Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, you'll love all the parts about Ryan O'Neill and James Brolin. <laughs> Thank you, Cliff. What a wonderful and unusual Christmas this is turning out to be. Yeah, thanks, Cliff. I bet this book would be great to read to the baby when it's night-night time. It would be. There are a lot of life lessons in there. And you're right, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. It is an unusual holiday. Probably has something to do with all this snow. <laughs> I agree with you there, boy. <laughs> 
Standing here looking all around town cliff It looks like snow everywhere Talk about a frozen flash freeze candle It must have been the chill in the air All I see is white stuff, baby, this Christmas I see white stuff, baby, tonight There's so much white stuff, baby, this evening Covered with your white stuff Oh, you know this Christmas is white You know what I was wondering? If it's anything about the Prince of Tides, I bet Barbara covered it in her book. No, it was about Mr. Sidebottom's play. How did it end? Oh, funny you should inquire, boy. I happen to have a printout right here. And he thought about it for a while until he couldn't for one more second. Then the frimp thought of something that he had only just reckoned. Christmas, perhaps, doesn't come from a place like Walmart. Christmas, perhaps, has more to do with the place in your heart. And what happened then? Well, in Folkville, they explain that the Frimp's miniature soul grew four sizes. That's plain. And he returned the folks' presents, and though they thought him quite quirky, at lunchtime that day, he himself, the Frimp, carved the roast turkey. Welcome, Christmas. Long may it stand. Heart to heart. And hand to hand. Oh, 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 my. Merry Christmas, everybody. All I see is white stuff, baby, this Christmas I see the white stuff, baby, tonight There's so much white stuff, baby, this evening Covered with your white stuff Oh, you know this Christmas is white